Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And this is our Tube Talk episode, where we talk all things television. Tube. Yeah, tube. <laughs> yeah. Like tubes and other types of tires and yes. round things. Yes. Heads. Yes. Kind of like a tube. Not television. Really. There you go. Television. Uh, <laughs> review some of the latest TV show episodes. Talk about some upcoming new shows and episodes. And so uh, today we're going to be talking about a couple of ongoing shows that Matt and I watch, as well as going into our part two of the upcoming 2017-2018 uh, fall TV schedule. So we're going to be talking about the specific shows that are coming on ABC. Yep. Because ABC has a bajillion. They do. I mean, like a ton of new shows. Yeah. I so, think I think yeah. it's like they're just casting a wide net. We're like, we're gonna we're gonna hit something <laughs> here. We're gonna get one of these is gonna is gonna be awesome. Yeah, at they least. pretty much I think they have everything on there except for the whole like spy espionage. We know it's because Disney owns ABC. There you go. So they're like, hey guys, we got a bunch of money. Let's just do something here. That is very true. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. So they're even bringing back one show that's that's been out for a very long time. Yep. Was out a long time ago and is coming back out, which is kind of a surprise. So um, awesome. So we're going to talk about all that. But Matt, why don't you, prior to doing so, tell people a little bit about how they can get connected for to the podcast. For sure. You Wonderful. can connect with us in the uh, social media universe, mm-hmm. uh, facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. Or uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Real Review Media. And that's R-E-E-L, as in a fishing reel slash film reel. And um, <laughs> you can also reach our us on our uh, website where we got some sweet updates there. We post uh, movie news and, and stuff like that whenever we can. Uh, we keep it pretty updated. And uh, you can connect with us there as well at realreviewmedia.com. You can send us an email at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Let us know if there's any uh, awesome shows you want us to watch. I actually got a couple in my queue because we got some people requesting some shows mm-hmm. uh, for us to watch. I'm going to start watching those uh, as soon as I can. Um, and uh, yeah, send us some questions and uh, some shows that maybe we haven't even talked about that that would be good to check out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ha ha ha. Wow, that's very funny. But there's a lot of shows coming out, so we don't really have the time to cover all of them. Yeah, probably. but you know, yeah. we'll 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 pick and choose. <laughs> we'll pick and choose. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're gonna do here today, because there's I mean, goodness, there's so many different ones. But we are gonna cover, like I said, the ABC ones, but I, I don't necessarily know if we're getting all of the new ABC shows. It's, there's a lot. There are a lot. Yeah. I think it's all of them. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> you put a lot down here, so we're yeah. going to go over those. But So let's start first, though. Um, we're going to talk about some shows, some episodes of some shows that we've had an ongoing basis, which we are watching, through which we are watching, uh, the first of which is going to be Better Call Saul. Yep. And so we had our uh, most recent episode called Off Brand this week and had some pretty cool stuff and sort of some residuals, if you will, of the bigger events of right. last episode, which showed... Um, Jimmy and Chuck kind of doing their final face-off, or at least their biggest to date. I'm guessing probably their most major face-off they're going to have. Right. Uh, Maybe not their final one, but uh, yeah. So what were your thoughts on this episode of Better Call Saul off-brand? I liked it. Um, It wasn't like super exciting, but it was enjoyable. Um, I found a lot of like little humorous moments in it. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of, we kind of, I don't know where they're going to go with Chuck necessarily. I still think, I think we're going to see him pass away at some point in time down the road. Yeah. Um, but with, uh, it seems like he's, he's going to like kind of change things around a little bit. Yeah. You know, just yeah. kind of w- with what he does. Um, and kind of has to for the next while. Right. It's, it's, I'm wondering if they're going to tie in too, cause you know, they introduced Saul Goodman mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if what ends up happening is because of finances, and the situation, if he ends up using Saul Goodman 
as a way to do the underground legal work that he's not technically supposed to be able to do right. for the next little while until that sort of becomes his persona. Right, 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 right. But so, I and I like that too. That was all like really funny stuff for me with that whole commercial making process yeah. and trying to figure out what to do with his time slide. Which yeah, as somebody that works in production, that's not how it goes. I know. <laughs> I'm just going to say so, that, you know, but. All of his shots were like, most of his shots were like, the Michael Bay shot from like the feet level looking up so you yeah. can see windmills or whatever radio towers yeah. in the back. Yeah. Um, I mean, the sound quality was great. The focus was I great. <laughs> the lighting was great. And I'm like, with the gear that you're using, you could not get that look. I'm sorry. It well, would have hey. just looked a lot. I'm sorry. Hey, yeah. you don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's like a young J.J. Abrams <laughs> or something. Yeah, there you go. It's gonna, yeah. They're going to have a third spinoff here. It's yeah, the yeah, camera yeah. operator for, <laughs> for Jimmy as his um, own spinoff there. The... Uh, Oh, and, and going back to Chuck too for a minute, the um, he calls he like treks out into the wild next mm-hmm. to that like whatever that building was to make a call on a payphone to yeah. his doctor. Yep, and it's kind of unclear about what he's trying to do, whether to reconfirm like his diagnosis, yeah, um, or to get mad because hey, you lied to me. Maybe I'm not really hurting because he still he know you can see that battle like he knows that he has a mental problem yeah but he's still not like making the physical connection because he's still like you know shielding himself right but he did try like you saw that he grabbed the the battery battery, right and so what i'm thinking what they're either setting up in your mind or what is actually happening (laughs) because this show you know yeah you never know what they're trying to set up and something different happens but they might be trying to set up the idea that he's trying to overcome the sickness that maybe contacting his doctor he's going to say like hey i need help and trying to like fix this right i mean if nothing else, it definitely seems like he's trying to at least work his way through it. Yeah. I mean, why else would he go into the city mm-hmm. to make that phone call? Why else would he, you know, get the battery and yeah. hold it in his hand? I don't know what he's going to do with that, though. I wish, um, I, the one thing I was kind of bummed out about, and it's probably just me because, I, like I said, I like the reconciliation part of, like, shows and television from people that are, like, disjointed or, you know, who have been pulled apart for a number of different reasons. I wanted... Yeah. When uh, Chuck's ex-wife came over to get Jimmy to come over, I was like, come on, Jimmy, just just go over, humor her Oh, at least. see, I didn't want it. So I, I was like, well, I was at the very least, I was like, I was like, just humor her, you know, yeah. like you can go over there, you know, and then just, and then maybe leave. I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. I, I know, but I was like, come on. Okay, 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 fine, whatever. Um, see, that to me would have been a backstep. I would have felt like they were kind of going back into things that they've kind of already resolved in the show. Yeah. And it would have just been like, well, now we're now it's going to be like, we'll wait and see what other bad things happen with Chuck. I'd rather Chuck kind of come back into the story if he does in a significant way, almost through happenstance and through circumstance, rather than Jimmy trying to reach out to him. Because I think they pretty well, in my mind at least, burned that bridge yeah. between the two of them. Um, also, we're getting closer to finding out, I think, how Hector ends up in a wheelchair. Yep. Um, also, yet another... Uh, player from the Breaking Bad universe. We saw Lydia, mm-hmm. which is cool. And we saw yeah. the, the laundromat. At first, I was like, what is he doing? Where is he at right now? Where's Gus at when he's talking to this guy? Yeah. And I was like, that's the laundromat. <laughs> that's where the, everything happens. <laughs> yeah. I, when I saw the when I saw the cleaner, the laundromat thing, I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be that. Yeah. That, and then you see Lydia and you're like, what? I <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cool. Although I really didn't like Lydia. I mean, yeah. he did, but, but you know. But I love, okay, so I love how Walt gets her though. Yeah. That, though. I was like, Stevia. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's um, really making me want to go back and watch I know. Breaking Bad. I'm going to have to do it at some point. This but. season has been, and this is why I think, I think this, uh, I think we might m- 
we might, they might say season four may be the last season of this show. I'm thinking that's where they're headed because I don't just don't know what they're, more they they're They're introducing like Breaking Bad people left to right this season. When we get yeah. Gus, yeah. huge player. We got uh, Huel. We got the receptionist. Not necessarily a huge player receptionist, but and then we got Lydia. Like these yeah. are all like main people. There's been a lot of rumors circula- uh, circulating too that we might see a Jesse at some point in time also. Yeah, I would think in this season finale yeah you like might he finally shows get up. he's like yo what's up you know yeah or just see him Magnets. interacting yeah <laughs> whoa science man yeah. <laughs> like you might see him somewhere doing something i don't know but it definitely got the sense that they're getting closer and closer yeah. to that i feel like part of what the next season could be about though is finalizing the story of jimmy after the events of breaking I bad see more of that too right because we still don't know what like we know why most likely he's doing what he's and doing. We only get like five minutes a season. Right. But we need to, we need to find, <laughs> right. we need to get the final, like, well, where does Jimmy end up? At? Like, does he end up with Kim? Like, is there a slightly happy, you know, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow type thing? Like, is it, where do things end up with them? Because does even though Jimmy a, yeah. is not the greatest person, you still do kind of want good things for him. Does he get like know? a lifetime membership of free Cinnabons? I would hope so. Yeah. I feel like if you work at the Cinnabon, you kind of do get a free Cinnabon, but once you quit, I don't know what happens. Yeah. If there's like a know. card, like a previous Cinnabon. Would you really want a lifetime supply of Cinnabons? I feel like that's a quick way to die. It'd be so good though. <laughs> I'd be like, do you like, want a Cinnabon? I can because it's free and I have a lifetime like The supply. average age of death of people who work at Cinnabon is like 20 years earlier or something. Yeah. I feel like. You know, like 36 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, That'd be crazy. Like yeah. But so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I liked it. I think the tie-ins with Hector and kind of Nacho and seeing yeah. how that Nacho might end up being the downfall of Hector. Maybe yep. Nacho takes that little pill that's kind of left over, which is obviously an, a key thing. Uh, for Hector, mm-hmm. maybe they poison him because we've already had experiences with Gus poisoning people in Breaking Bad. So I'm thinking maybe well, there's. Some I think didn't because Hector like had a stroke or something like that. Maybe it was induced, right? Or, or but something. it could be induced through some sort of medication right, that right, causes right. his heart to you know have yeah. issues. So I'm guessing it is a stroke that puts him in the wheelchair because yeah. he's he's only able to move just like his hand basically, yeah. you know, well, and his eyes. Yeah, you know. Um, so maybe so. they try to kill him. It doesn't kill him, but it puts him in. You know, more or He's less more a catatonic, yeah, yeah, incapacitated state for the most part. Um, yeah, so, so. I, if I had to rate this thing, I would give it a, an eight. It wasn't, this wasn't like a great episode, but I didn't enjoy it. It was a good episode. Yeah, I'd probably put it close to that. I, I don't exactly have a rating. I think it's kind of right around that area. It wasn't as <clears throat> impactful to me, but that last episode maybe was like so much. seven point seven eight nine six. Yeah, repeating. like seven point nine. I feel bad okay. to put a, put an episode of Breaking <laughs> Bad into the seven zone. <laughs> I don't want to like, label it. I, right yeah, now. I just I don't like putting labels on things. You know? <laughs> no, just specifically with Breaking Bad because it's a really good show and I still really like it and I know yeah. that it's still building towards things. Right. So yeah. yeah. So well then, awesome. Well, why don't we move in then to uh, the Flash? Yeah, which is the other show that we're watching that had. Some pretty significant moments. kind of happenings and moments, which the this is the pen penultimate penultimate episode before the. If you finale, haven't figured out already, we finale. we spoil stuff in Tube Talk, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, and for other shows too, yeah. we're talking about Breaking Bad now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this was a really significant, I will say, episode of The Flash. Yeah, and as much as I've been frustrated with a lot of the events that have kind of preceded The Flash. I felt like this episode did a really tremendously good job of tying it all in and up together. And out of all the episodes that I've seen, felt like things just realistically made the most sense. The characters made the decisions that I felt would be realistic. Things happened in a way that I felt would be realistic as well, except for maybe one or two elements there. But it all kind of... it. 
it really showed you how they've constantly said the future probably isn't unchangeable, that the future ends up happening the way it does. It really showed that. Right. And that felt very satisfying to me because I felt like we've had a lot of kind of untied things that have kind of just floated and been there and this kind of tied it all in together. Right. Um, And then additionally, of course, we had the loss of a character which they might bring her back. I don't know. They could. See, that's yeah. the thing with CW shows, the 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 multiverse and all this yeah. stuff. It's like time travel. You know, he could, there's a number of different ways they could explain away like Iris right. coming back to life. Right. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought this episode was really, really well done. It, right from the get-go of like the score, um, which yeah. is like this really kind of somber song. They ended on that same thing to kind of tie it all back together. Um, and with Iris filming her uh, eulogy and like proposal, I know, yeah, where she's like, taking, and it was it was a really emotional. Well, not a proposal; thing. she's saying her vows, right? Like, she's well, no, saying, she like, said, "I take you, Barry to be, Allen, to be my right, right, yeah." yeah so it's a proposal and a vow, all kind of the same, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's just kind of overall, it was, it was very emotionally impacting. I think, yeah. and I think the um, thing that worked more in its favor as the previous couple episodes they spent a little bit more time developing iris's like who she is in yeah. relation to barry right and if they hadn't done that i would have been kind of like whatever about it yeah. but because the last couple episodes especially the last one where you know barry forgets everything right, 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 you know right. and he's able to kind of re-fall in love with her right. and you're able to see why they love each other yeah. to begin with that was really refreshing to me. Yeah, and so it, it added more weight to that yeah. moment. Yeah, and even the little dance she did with her dad. Yeah, when her dad sings a song and they kind of dance with each other. I mean, just very touching. It was all very heartbreaking. <laughs> it was a very yeah. It was very sad. I, didn't I, I was cry. like, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is this is a sad episode. Um, yeah. So as far as um, the progression and, and kind of what's happening. Um, so Cisco goes to fight uh, Frost, but we don't see what happens with that. Right. Um, they kind of like shoot, you know, do the the Harry Potter thing where it's him and Voldemort and like the beams hit and then it's just like kind of clashing and then it's like, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> and then uh, when the end fight happens. Yeah. Um, obviously the gun malfunctions, the, the speed force yeah, bazooka. It works, but it doesn't work. Right. So it works the way they has, thought, but he knew how to overcome it because a philosopher's of the philosopher's stone. stone. Right. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, uh, uh, what's oh, I'm blanking on the name. What's, uh, Iris's dad's name. Oh, um, crud. It's just not Cisco, <laughs> not Barry. Crud. I'm going through all the names. Oh, in my what head. is it? Okay. I can't not believe it. I'll, I'll come back to that because it's really, I should know this. I don't know why I don't know this. Yeah. Um, Let's go back to that. Where <laughs> was where was uh, HR and where was Julian? Was HR was HR there? I don't remember seeing him there. HR was leaving, I think, because HR kind of made that mistake where he ended up sort of getting um what's her name caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my opinion is that he didn't. Oh show no, he up stayed behind. That's right. right. Cisco had that moment with him. That's right. Right. Which I my guess is that he's actually like left. He's flown the coop. I I feel like he might have something to play in with something that we're not seeing yet. Yeah. Um, well, that's why one of the ways that's one of the reasons why I really liked this episode because in a prior episode we saw that HR kind of had gone off on his own right. and was doing his own thing. Right. It never made sense because we have his new love interest, uh Lila, right? I think her name's Lila. Um his love interest, why would he have left the team and not been a part of it, especially when he was so it's passionate? Tracy. Tracy, sorry. Tracy. <laughs> yeah, not Lila, sorry. Tracy, why would he have left the team and been so passionate right. about it? This makes complete sense, right? Because he did something that he he has shame for that he ended up killing off Iris. So it makes sense 
for him to have left the team. Right. Um, um, so Julian's gone too. So I'm, I'm wondering if like him in uh, HR and Julian met up or something, or maybe Julian has followed Cisco yeah. to go try and save um, Caitlin or something. I don't know. I could see, I could easily see like uh, Julian, like the way they bring uh, Caitlin back is like Julian sacrificing him some, somehow to I could see that too. Caitlin. Cause he's an important character, but he's not like a, He's one of the characters that you could see getting killed off. Right, right, right. You know, he's kind of still a yeah. side character a little yeah. bit. Um, oh, Joe. Joe West is his name. Joe, there you yeah. go. <laughs> we got Good it, guys. Joe. Good we knew. Joe. We knew. We were kidding. We knew. We knew that person. Anyway, he's there. Uh, he just yeah. watches his daughter die. It's heartbreaking stuff. Very heartbreaking, but yeah. I'm, I am excited to see what's going to happen. All the promo materials kind of show very little, uh, and rightly so. Right. I would imagine... My perspective is he's going to face off against Savitar and yeah. try and capture him. He's going to try and get the Philosopher's Stone and then use the gun on him and capture him in the Speed Force. That's my expectation for the By episode. creating a time remnant, potentially. So here's right. the thing. So he's going to have to go about creating that time remnant, right? Which ends up becoming Savitar. Right. So that's the problem, too, is he could potentially save, and I saw this, too, that's a yeah. theory, and it makes sense, is he could potentially uh, avoid the existence uh, of creating Savitar by not doing anything. Yes. After Iris dies. And eventually time will catch up to itself and, and like, Savitar will just fine. cease to exist. That's yeah. what would happen. Right. Because he's a time loop. Right. And, because it's a time loop that would yeah. close itself yeah. because he wouldn't create or treat the treat the you know, the 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 other version of himself nicely. Like yeah, yeah, take yeah. him out for waffles or hey, pizza. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey time remnant, know. we're best buds. Yeah, it's like okay, I don't hate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to become an evil god that right, gets right, my face right. half blown up. You know what I mean? Unless there's another reason, unless Savitar's kind of been Unless lying. he like in that rage creates the time remnant, fights him, and then it's like, oh crap, what did they just do? And then kills the time remnant before he becomes Savitar. You know? Yeah. Know. Just a couple of different it's things. It's just there's weird things that could happen. Like there's no reason in my perspective for why Barry wouldn't go through time and, and save yeah. her. Like literally go like an hour before that and then jump into the future with her. Right. So you, she wouldn't, she couldn't die then. Right. There's no possible way for her to die then. She might die in the future. Right. But that moment she would be saved. So there's things like that when you start getting time in the picture then yeah. it's like, Oh, I've gone cross-eyed. Like, yeah, how does yeah. that not work, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So, um, well, let's get an overall rating then. I mean, what would you think on this rating? Is it was all? better. I liked eight. it. Uh, eight. 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 Yeah. Are you like eight point seven? Eight point. Yeah, because I yeah. think they did a really good job, like you said, of tying things together. Yeah. Making it emotional, and I didn't cry, but no. I was I was saddened. Yeah, I was, I was saddened depressed. as well. I was expecting it. That's a sad thing. I've 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 seen both of these twists coming this season with the yeah. big ones with Barry and yeah. Iris, but that's also because the comic book. Yeah. You know, so, all right. So then uh, let's move on to the other show that we kind of are talking about a lot right now, which is Arrow. Arrow. And then we'll get into the, the fall lineup stuff for ABC. Yep. So uh, we got this one um, and it, it, it was, it was for a penultimate episode. It was all right. Um, we, what I was talking about last week is, you know, uh, Oliver thinks that they got um, Chase or AKA Prometheus, uh, everything's good. Yeah. Um, it's Oliver's birthday and everybody's celebrating. Turns out <laughs> that that's not the case. Um, and, uh, Quentin, his daughter who previously had passed away, um, the earth two version of her is like evil. So they brought her mm -hmm. over and she is working for Prometheus. Um, and they, the ransom, basically what happens is Prometheus, AKA Chase, and um, Talia Agul, uh, they take and kidnap all of Team Arrow, with the exception <laughs> of um, Wild Dog and Dinah. 
I don't know where they went. So Renee and Dan, I have, we, we don't really know where they are because they're not with the group of captured people. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out maybe what's happening with them. They're with Julian. <laughs> you were with Julian <laughs> in HR hanging out somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so that part was weird. They're kind of like playing that like, okay, we got something special planned for these people for some reason. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it, basically what happens is... Um, Prometheus or Chase Tate and Talia Al Ghul take everybody back to Nanda Parbat where, or not Nanda Parbat, um, ah, the island, the island that uh, Oliver was originally marooned on. Right, yeah. Um, and they're basically, Lian Yu, that's the name of it. Okay. So they're back there and they're, they're all, everybody's been captured and Chase is like, I'm here, I'm ready to, uh, then they're like, Oliver's going to find you. He's not going to stop you with the quiz. He's like, I'm counting on it. You know, the, like the cheesy dialogue like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. And then um, after that, what, what happens is we see somebody who we haven't seen in like two or three seasons. And mm-hmm. it's really cool. Probably one of the better villains in the show overall. Yeah. Um, and uh, he ends up going to, uh, gosh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Um, <laughs> Joe. I know, Joe West, exactly. <laughs> Joe West. So it kind of ties in with Hey, the, these are the same universes. You never know. Yeah, so no, he goes yeah. to uh, Slade Wilson, yeah. um, who is Deathstroke. Okay. Um, and, he, and he goes back to him because he prisoned him on, on uh, in a, there's a big Argus base, I think they took him. Yeah. And so they, he goes and gets him and Slade Wilson's like, I'm so happy to see you, kid. Like, and Slade Wilson hates Oliver. Yeah. Like, and so I don't know how he's going to try and he's, he's asking, he's going to ask him for help. But I don't see Slade like being, okay, I'll help you, kid. Like, right. he hates Oliver. I, he's not, this is not going to happen. So I, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. What's happening with that? Um, and then in the flashbacks, we see Oliver dealing with like psychological torture. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude catch, you know, Kovar captures him. He's like, you're going to kill yourself in the next 11 minutes. And he ends up not killing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, takes 12 right right so <laughs> he's we're actually dead so in this finale him. coming up i i'm kind of foreseeing okay he's actually going to kill kovar for real this time in the flashbacks and then get rescued and that leads us to what we see in episode one season one um and then uh he's going to make his way to the island with slade mm-hmm. and somehow win yeah i don't know because it's <laughs> the daughter oh yeah sorry and then they brought in um uh, I can't remember her name. Really. Talia's sister, the good Al Ghul, daughter of Raz Al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of, they got of, married. Of when Batman notoriety. Right, right. So, <laughs> so Oliver got married to uh, Talia Al Ghul's um, sister, mm-hmm. uh, Raz Al Ghul's daughter. Why who, not? Who's going to be the rightful heir to become the next Raz Al Ghul. Yeah. Um, but, that's got, pretty much everybody's story, though. Yeah, all, those, yeah. uh, all those Al Ghouls, you know? I know. Just keep, so just keep so they got like married in, in Nanda Parbat, and that's yeah. like, like he, she always sees him and he says, hi, husband, <laughs> like yeah. that kind of thing. And he's like, I don't even like you, you know? <laughs> and so it's kind of funny. So they're kind of getting this like super group of villains together. So they have yeah. Malcolm Merlin, uh, who, they, who showed up this uh, because... Anyway, it's a lot of Malcolm Merlin. We got yeah. Talia or um, the other Al Ghul daughter, and then we have Slade Wilson, all kind of making this like almost like a hodgepodge of evil and good yeah. people. So it's kind of like a Suicide Squad of sorts. I got so I get this is related but unrelated. How do guys like Raz Al Ghul even meet somebody that they want to have a kid with? You know what I mean? Like 
to raise a fan. This is like a weird dating service. It's a, it's a League of Shadows, man. It's, it's like the it's, League of Shadows dating service. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's kind of like, like far. It's like farmers only. <laughs> farmers only. But but it's more like League of Shadow members only. Yeah. Com. There you go. Yeah. And you just sign up, and there's like a 60 day trial for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can find all the evil people. It's like, yeah. I enjoy killing. He's like he's like swipe right, animal. swipe right, swipe right, swipe, swipe right. right. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, for for the most part, it was okay setting it up. It was just a yeah. big setup episode. Um, and it looks like we're gonna get some uh, Oliver and uh, uh, Felicity potentially getting back together. Anyway, so that's been a long story arc. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, overall, I give it like a like a seven. Okay. Um, it was it was okay, and I think they're just spending a lot of their time. Just are you excited for the finale? Time. Like you I'm excited for the finale. Going? I yeah. want to see how they wrap it up, and yeah. if I if it like makes me want to watch another season because yeah. I felt like going into this season I didn't really care. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. It, and over the course of the season, we can talk about this more in the final episode. But do you feel like it's gotten better? It's grown. It's it grown. has gotten better because it it definitely took a dip there. A lot of people were having issues with the yeah. show, and it's hopefully kind of bouncing season three back. and four were rough, yeah. but five is better. Yeah. Nobody so. understood. Like he's just not killing people now. Like what's going on? Lots of right. Stuff. Yeah, so, so, um, I think it's headed in a different direction, better direction, okay. but yeah, that's it for arrow. Cool. Well, thank you, Matt, for breaking that down for us. And so, uh, with those episodes being covered, we're going to move into our description now of the upcoming fall TV schedule for ABC. And once again, we talked about this, this, it it probably is all the shows, the new shows that are going to be coming out for ABC. Right. Um, but we might have missed one or two, but... Um, it's all good. So, yeah. and, and kind of going into this again, I said this last time, I, I typically don't like trailers for television shows. Right. They don't show enough. They try to show too much stuff and you're like, what is happening? So... Um, if, yeah, and if, it's usually all clips, in my opinion, from like the first episode or two. Right, and it's, exactly. So it, it, it ends up feeling very flat because shows are great because they build. Yep. They start with one thing, and usually the first episode's kind of like the rockiest, yeah. and then it kind of builds on itself. And so yeah. it's really hard to take one episode and cut it up into bits and pieces and right. make something interesting for like three minutes, right? You know, because it's like, well, what is that? It's, yeah. it's very, it comes across very simple. In my so I, I never, I don't like TV show trailers, but we just want to kind of go over them, kind of give some brief thoughts on it. So yes. yeah, except for Netflix, which you know they do really good trailers for their right. upcoming properties they and do. stuff. Yeah, they and do. they they've got a couple shows that are coming back. Like later this year, we have, I believe, we have Stranger Things part two yep, that's in october and then, uh, coming up in a very short amount of time we also have a uh, house of cards season three yes or, sorry uh, season four we have a three. couple of original movies that i'm interested in like death note mm-hmm. um and uh which is based on the anime yeah and there's yeah. another one that i saw too i can't remember anyways i don't know yeah but, but so yeah but we're getting sidetracked a little bit here but we're not going to talk about the netflix stuff too much but so why don't we start um sort of at the top of our list here uh, with the shows that are coming up. And so the first one we have listed is For the People. Yep. Um, do you want to do the description for this yeah, one, Matt? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. So uh, it's set in the U.S. District Court of Southern District of New York, uh, a.k.a. the Mother Court. This new uh, um, drama essentially follows brand new lawyers working for both the defense and the prosecution, handling the most high-profile and high-stakes federal cases in the country, all as their lives intersect in and out of the courtroom. So this is... This is essentially what looks like to me to be a a twist on a lawyer show. Yeah. Um, which is most new shows are a twist on some property we've seen before. Right. Um, the first vibe, and I told you this when I was watching it, I was like, this reminds me of Quantico, but with lawyers. Right. Less exciting, <laughs> at least. <laughs> so it's like, hey, we got a bunch of lawyers together. Uh, this We're going to introduce them all. It's kind of like in a lawyer academy, and then we're going to get kind of you know, get behind kind of the why is what we do, what we do, learn a little bit and, you know, just take care of business. 
And then, you know, we have all the relationship drama while all that stuff's happening. Right. It's made by one of the guys that was writer for, uh, what was that doctor show? Grey's Anatomy. Okay. So it's, think of similar romantical type elements, I'm guessing. Um, They put some romantical elements in the trailer um, for the season, but sort of set in a courtroom environment. And so if you like courtroom dramas with some romance and some, you know, suspenseful kind of things, then I think this is going to be a show for you. Right. I, it doesn't come across as like anything that I'm like, oh my gosh, super intriguing. Yeah, it's, it's not not me either. No. So, not a surprise, but yeah. yeah <laughs> but, you know, there's gonna, definitely going to be a couple of people out there for something sure. like this. So, awesome. So, uh, then let's move on to the next one. 10 Days in the Valley is Ooh, their next one. Yeah. Um, I'll do the... Um, I'll do the synopsis for this one. This is a Kira Sedwick show. Um, she stars as a lady named Jane Sadler, who's an overworked television producer and single mother in the middle of a separation while life is turned upside down when her young daughter goes missing in the middle of the night. Uh, just like Jane's controversial police TV show, for which she is the showrunner for, um, everything is a mystery, everyone has a secret, and no one can be trusted. So it's like... Um, writing like near, like fiction becomes reality is kind of the, right. the dun dun dun. A little bit of that, that castle feel, um, like kind of the, everything's tied into like a book or some yeah. written property. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looked like on the basis of the trailer that like she starts using maybe some of the elements of what's going on in her writing, whether as a means to like maybe get word out about her missing daughter right. or to tell her story or to make people look bad. Like maybe the police officers aren't acting in a way that she wants. And so she's murder. She wrote, right? Yes. <laughs> murder. She wrote it. Um, so I don't know. I, it, it looked okay. It looked more interesting than the last. last yeah, one we talked about, it, it looked it looks depressing. Yeah. <laughs> right off the bat, I'm like, how long is this girl going to be missing for? Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to watch a show about a missing person. Yeah, I feel like after a certain point, you're kind of like, okay, well, they're just gone. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I guess you're not going to find them. Like it sounds really <laughs> bad. Like if that's the main, like, thing that's kind of the main driving force behind yeah. a lot of the setup and stuff. It's like. I don't know. It sounds probably pretty bad of me to just be like, well, I don't, after a certain point, I don't really care no, about your daughter's missing. But they're, they're obviously going to have to tie in some real big elements outside the hook of just is that, that like being missing. The written part and, and how that ties into somehow what's going on. And, right. And it's not it's not hooking me, man. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a straight up drama suspense type thing. It doesn't look like it has really any comedy. Um, it's more of like... A, it's like, you know, a single mom trying to make it and everything goes bad for yep. her and she probably goes through huge changes and has to overcome difficulties and hardship and right. lies and who's telling the truth and police investigations and things like that. So, yeah, yeah well, yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I've never been a huge Kira Sedgwick fan. I mean, I don't think she's bad at anything, but I'm just I haven't like, seen her in anything in a while. Yeah, yeah, not me yeah. either. I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw her in. I see Kevin Bacon a lot more than than her. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. She's one degree from Kevin Bacon. One degree. <laughs> one degree. There you go. So uh what's our next one, Matt? Why don't you go there? So the next one is Good Doctor. Um and this one I before even seeing the trailer, I was kind of like more intrigued with because it's um uh a David Shore work essentially he wrote it and he he's the one who was responsible for House. Yep. And I really really like House. Um, That makes one of us. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I didn't watch it. Really? Okay. So I really really like House. I think Hugh Laurie is is fantastic in it, but I think just the writing on that show was for the most part consistently really good and they kept it real fresh, especially as it went on eight seasons. Gotcha. 
So this one's got a lot of that, but it's um, also, it's so, it, this one reminds me of House, but it also reminds me of Doogie Hauser. So let me tell you why. So the good doctor, Sean Murphy, a young surgeon with autism and savant syndrome, relocates from a quiet country life to join a prestigious hospital surgical unit. Alone in the world and unable to personally connect with those around him, Sean uses his extraordinary medical gifts to save lives and challenges skepticism of his colleagues. So um, in a way... And again, the, trailer, the trailers for shows don't do it justice. I am actually really interested in this. Um, and we're you and I were talking about this earlier. Um, Freddie Highmore. Yep. He, uh, he's kind of one note a little bit. I don't think he's a bad actor, but I think just naturally he's, his eyes uh, lack a lot of personality. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and, and so that comes across. But in this he's specific got like, instance... He's got like dead eyes. Right. In this know? instance, I actually see it working really well, specifically him, you know, having being on the spectrum and, and having savant syndrome um, to where it could play to it really well in that instance. Um, but at the same time, um, it, it has... And that gives him that like savant because I think that house kind of was a savant in himself. He was a yeah. brilliant guy. Yeah. Um, he was just a jerk. Yeah. Um, and I think this is just kind of taking that place. They weren't like, hey, let's, you know, he's doing this. He solves all these really incredible things. I will say this. I get it because it is realistic probably to somebody that maybe would have this sort of, you know, mental handicap or something. I, I get that. Um, and not to belittle anybody going through that with autism, but- and this sounds maybe kind of bad, but it doesn't necessarily make for good TV. Uh, the only reason I'm saying we'll that, see. the only reason I'm saying that is just because in the preview, like his face literally looks the same. Every single shot just looks like this, like completely glassed over, just flat. Every, I mean, super crazy things are happening, super not crazy things are happening and they could play into that a little bit, but it's really hard to connect with them right. when you don't. <laughs> when you never know how he's feeling, he's just doing things. You we'll know? have to see. I feel like there's. I feel like he's going to be the primary character, but I feel like there's going to be a strong supporting cast that are. You're going to have to have it, right? You know, so I, I almost feel like he's going to have to kind of just show up at certain key moments. There's going to be a strong supporting cast that kind of you know? are around him to where they're almost all like the main character. Yeah, I you, don't, do, that, you really have to have a lot of strong side characters that almost are taking that main yeah. character role. I'm going to check this know? out just because I'm. Uh, I'm a fan of the creator of it, so I think um, I think we'll play that one by ear and see how they handle it. Cool, um, but yeah. yeah, awesome. So uh, the next one then uh, is Deception. Yeah, you want me to do this one? Go for it. So this one is uh, when his career is ruined by scandal. Superstar magician Cameron Black uh, has only one place to turn to practice his arts of deception, influence, and illusion: the FBI. Using every trick of the book and inventing new ones, he will help the government catch the world's most elusive criminals while staging the biggest illusions of his career. And this is going to be the best show ever. Why, Joel? So because of the magic yeah. <laughs> I, I just this is like the dumbest idea to me i'm sorry at least the other ones are like pretty just like kind of taking something that's already been done and kind of tweaking yeah. it this is like what you see they parody on all of like the i mean what was it a good example um forgetting sarah marshall mm -hmm. where she's like the girl that can like 
what was it? Understand dogs or something. I forget what exactly it was in that movie, but like they take like the person that has like the quirky personality that would like, <laughs> but it just happens to perfectly line up yeah. with what they need in order to be the best FBI investigator ever. <laughs> it's like, of course, every single criminal is going to mean that he needs to figure out some sort of elusive set of like magical illusionary type stuff that yeah. works, that works into his favor. And he's going to use those magical illusions to like get confessions and trap criminals. It's just, yeah. it's, really silly it's like it's like really um somebody was like hey, like you know what's really cool is fbi shows and they're like oh you know what movie i just saw it was now you see me what if yeah like what if we took the the like the both sides of now you see me and made them work together right exactly yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah um i i i the only reason that I kind of want to see it is because I haven't seen uh, one of the dudes and I can't think of his name. His name's uh, he's Sucre from Prison Break. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I kind of like him. What's, yeah. he, what's he up to? But yeah. um, other than that, I'm not not that interested unless we get reviews when it first comes out. People are like, you guys got to see Deception. And I'll yeah. be like, all right, let's check this thing out. I liked with the trailer that there was kind of like some humor to it. They're not trying to, I don't think you could treat it seriously. I think right. if you try to treat it too seriously, it would just collapse in on itself. Right. So I like that they kind of did that right. um i would have to see it. it would have to go really really stupid to me in order for me to be like intrigued by yeah. it in the sense that like it's so bad it's good type thing um at this point it really doesn't there's just no like excitement yeah. around checking this out because it, it already seems like one of those things where they're gonna at some point the ends are gonna justify the means where they're gonna start setting up certain criminals and we've seen this happen in the flash now where they're like they're gonna start setting up certain cases and certain criminals to allow for some type of magical illusion yeah. type thing that needs to get worked out right so that just yeah doesn't really have yeah. a lot of interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah cool so yeah there you go uh next one then for us matt yeah, it is the Gospel of Kevin. So Kevin Finn from, uh, well, it's played by Jason Ritter from Parenthood. Mm -hmm. A cluelessly self-serving person is on a dangerous path to despair. In a downward spiral, Kevin returns home to stay with his widowed twin sister uh, and niece. And on his first night there, an unlikely celestial being appears to him and presents him with a mission to save the world. <laughs> um, so this one is not like a twist on a familiar spin. No, this is a, kind of a new concept. Pretty, pretty original. Yeah. Um, and I did laugh a couple of times during the trailer. I did too. Um, I think of the ridiculousness of it in a way. Yeah. It's kind of a fish out of water type story. I kind of have this thing with Jason Ritter. I don't really like like him. I think he's a great guy, but I, yeah. But as an actor, I, I didn't like him in Parenthood. Okay. Um, but he was funny in this. I thought he was really funny. Like the lady shows up and he's just like, who are you? Uh-huh. And just kind of off to the side, he grabs a knife, you know, just kind of like, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Grab a knife um, to protect myself. Yeah. I, I think it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah. There's some funny moments if, if, I mean, if that's an indication of what you might see on a weekly basis, then yeah, yeah that might be something we're checking out. Agreed. And this one did does something that a lot of, not well, some TV two, TV shows do. It had a lot of physical humor. Yeah. You know, with him kind of getting slapped around and the things flying around. And yeah. So I, I thought that was funny. I thought the physical humor worked for me. Yeah. And I think he's good. He's a good vehicle for this type of thing. He comes across as like a really like burnt out, dumb, maybe not really stupid, but kind of like naive in a way type person yeah. um, that has definitely done some really kind of stupid stuff in his life. Um, and so there was some humor there. It was kind of funny. And I like that they're trying a new sort of concept with yeah. it. Um, so I might check it out. Yeah. I might give it an episode or two to kind of see what, what's going on with it. Yeah. It kind of piqued my interest a little bit. So yeah, it's kind of a, a, a light drama comedy Yeah, is how this one comes across. Kind of to fun. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the next one is, I think this is one we're actually both kind of 
a little excited for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this one's The Crossing. Um, this one is refugees from a war-torn country seek asylum in a small American fishing town. Only the country these people are from is America, and the war they are fleeing hasn't happened yet. As the government tries to uncover the truth behind this mysterious migration, only one thing is certain. The lives of the people here, both the townspeople and these newcomers, will never be the same. Of right. Course. Yeah, so this one is a bit intriguing, intriguing for me because it's kind of combining police type in like investigative type like an ongoing serial type aspects with sci-fi right because these people are apparently like time travelers from the future from somehow. the future somehow during some like futuristic war and so like when i'm terminators right so what i'm hoping yeah that's actually where i was going i'm like i'm hoping this turns into like a terminator prequel i mean yeah. wouldn't that be amazing that'd be crazy <laughs> yeah it's like certainly <laughs> terminators so th- but there's like also people with like special powers so we get this taste of this girl that's kind of like from the future that has like these weird crazy like abilities like leap and dot, right. high things and break through glass with their body and yeah you know, just jumping through it, not getting injured and stuff. So it's got some of the sci-fi stuff mixed with um, Zahn here, Steve Zahn, right? Yeah. Um, which he's always more of a comedic actor. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of hoping it didn't really play through in The Crossing, like in the trailer. Yeah. I would actually love it if he kind of brought some of that humor yeah, me too. to this because it's such a what type scenario. Yeah. It would be funny if he's like, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Like, what is this? Because <laughs> he plays such a doofy kind of like character. Oh, so. I, I always know him as Lenny. That's what I call yeah. him. I always I'm, call him Lenny before I even call him Steve Zahn. Oh, Lenny. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember him as the come on guy because I don't know if you ever saw Saving Silverman saving, oh, yeah. yeah, but he's just that scene where he's like, come on, come yeah. on, come on, yeah. come on, which is like the funniest thing ever. It's so stupid, but yeah. So um, what are your thoughts? Any thoughts on this? Yeah, so th- th- it's being heavily touted as, hey, this is from the same studio that brought you Lost. Yes, um, which that's not a big thing. That's not, I didn't see Lost. Right, so um, which, which it can be really cool because Lost did an amazing job. What they did an amazing job at was, was keeping you like, what is happening? But really interested in what was happening as yeah. the you know the story was unfolding. Yeah. Um, at the same time, and I think this is does look really interesting. I am excited to watch it. Um, I could see it potentially crossing over into that really frustrating territory, like. What like are all these lost. questions? You're yeah. not answering. You're you're posing more questions. You're not answering any of them. Right. Um, and I can see a lot of like filler episodes. And when people are explaining, everybody's being really vague and not explaining. You right. know things. What what's happening? If it's going to go in the writing style of Lost, then yeah, right. Yeah. And um, and I could see that be being really frustrating. I I hope that they you know they don't go that route and that they kind of keep it real straightforward. I actually I'm not sure how I feel about like the powers thing. Just okay. yeah, I got to see the context of that. I like the idea that they're from the future um, somehow, but yeah, uh, and there's a war, you right. know. And it Skynet adds a little. Took twi- over. It adds a little twist of there. Uh, there's a bigger picture here yeah. that's kind of starting to invade like our world, right? Which I like it, but I get that. I what get would that be really too. cool is that because it might be a bit too much because there's like 500 people that make this journey from the future. Only 47 of them, you know, end up making it through. Right. So it'd be really cool to see. Like, um, kind of like what you see with other time travel shows where, oh, this is your grandpa before he gave birth to your dad, before he right. gave birth to you. Yeah. And then like their grandpa dies and that person like disappears, you know, yeah, like, absolutely. just like history gets rewritten. Right. And it could be cool. I mean, at some point if they get far enough 
into talking about the future that they actually show the people in the future and they could tell their story before they make the jump, like right. what led to them eventually making the jump and yeah. getting connected to that. Because obviously it's a select group of people and it doesn't look necessarily at the moment like any special people were picked. It almost looks like this random group of people that somehow yeah. had it happen. Yeah. So it could be like a really cool thing to kind of show like what events preceded them making that jump. Right. And then having it all tie up yeah. close to the series conclusion or something like that. But For sure. we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We so, will see. Yep. So we have a couple other shows here to cover. I think these ones are mid-season premieres, yeah. which means that they're not going to start right at the beginning of the new season. They're going to go halfway through yeah. and then kind of start up. Um, did you want to cover these in any big detail, Matt? Or No, is, just yeah. one of them splitting up together. We got Jenna Fisher. Um, right. And then I can't think of the other guy. He's Kate Hudson's brother. Um yeah, what his name is Adam Oliver and, and, Hudson. Yeah, Oliver Hudson. So yeah. he he's a funny guy. He's in a show uh, um, that I really like called Rules of Engagement. Yeah, um, I think he's hilarious in that show. Right, this kind of plays this doofy guy. It looks like he's still kind of playing that same. But essentially, right. they couple they decide they you know they're gonna split up, but they're still gonna live together just because of the hassle of it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and share um, duties and rotate you know, back and forth between the husband. I'm interested and, to see Jenna Fisher in anything other than just the Pam role. Cause I feel like yeah. I haven't seen her really much in anything. She tried to do a couple movies that didn't really hit it. Right. Super big. Um, but that's, that's really it. Yeah. I don't, nothing really big there. Yeah. It's based upon a Danish series. So there's a pre-existing, pre-existing series to kind of yeah. come off of. So I don't know. It's splitting qu- up yes, together. Splitting yeah. up together. So yep. Kind of a romantic comedy type drama film yeah. so or show I should say so um, next is The Mayor The Mayor and I'll just kind of go this real quick so yeah. young young rapper Courtney Rose uh, needs his big break for years he's uh, toiled away in a small inner city apartment making music uh, in his junk filled bedroom closet tired of waiting for opportunity Courtney, Courtney cooks up the publicity stunt of the century running for mayor of his hometown in California to generate buzz for his music career unfortunately for Courtney his master plan goes wildly awry ending in the most terrifying of outcomes an election victory <laughs> with the help of the of his mother, uh, who's played by Yvette Nicole Brown, which I really like, and friends, including uh, Valentina, um, who's played by Lee Michelle. Um, of Glee, no Of drive. Glee, yep. Yes. And, uh, and Yvette's from Community. No right. Drive. So Courtney will have to overcome his hubris if he wants to transform the struggling city that he loves. Mm-hmm. Um, trailer I thought was all right. There's a couple moments I kind of thought was funny. Um, uh, the big thing for me is... I feel like Yvette Nicole Brown is the same character. I really love Community. Yeah, and um, yeah, she plays like the self right, like the what? The I can't believe you. And she's did a mom. That. You yeah, know? like she's like the the mom, and she's like the same person. Right. I, I, think, I love it. Yeah. I think she's great. So she seems like the less religious version of that because in right. Community she was super strongly religious. Right, like she's yeah. always like, you need Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of a sudden you need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> I, this this looked all right. I I like her casting. I'm actually not a big fan of the other two folks. I think they both look really. I think that's the point of it they both look really young though yeah. and they both don't i i wouldn't believe unless it's a joke i wouldn't believe yeah. that either of these people would be in the position that they actually are at the age that they actually are you yeah. know what i mean but i don't know could yeah. be a surprise we'll see could be a surprise hit so um and then the last show and this one i'm, I'm actually a little bit excited about because i i like one of the main stars of it um this is alex inc um based on the the podcast startup, uh, Alex Schumann, played by Zach Braff, is a brilliant radio journalist, husband, and father of two who is about to do something crazy, quit his job and start his own company. He quickly discovers it's going to be a lot harder than he thought. So do you know anything about starting up a podcast, Joel? I don't know anything, Matt. <laughs> I mean, what? You put it on the internet, right? And people download that? So this is starring um, <laughs> Dak Shepard's uh, slightly older brother. Is it? 
No, I'm just saying. I was like, what? I just think that Zach Braff looks a lot like Dax. Oh, I was like, I I didn't know Zach Braff was related. That's crazy. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm a Zach Braff fan. But the funny thing is, is I don't like him in movies. Right. I like him on television because he plays a different character in films, I feel like. And in films, he, he plays this kind of like aggressive, angry, like downtrodden, kind of depressed guy. Right. Whereas in TV, he plays this kind of goofy, lovable uh, character that's kind of silly, kind of beats by his own drum, but also cares about people and is very, you know, weird and quirky at times. And it, this is kind of like... In a way, this is like his scrub character yeah. in a different universe. Yep. And I like that. I thought his scrub's character was perfect and yep. great. And so um, it looked funny. I, this was one of the trailers, the only comedy trailers that I've watched that I actually chuckled at a couple times. And a lot of that just has to do with the comedic timing. Right. They do some good situational type humor, some good slapstick kind of gag type stuff. Um, so this one I actually probably will give a chance to. Yeah. I actually will check it out. I'll probably check it out too. Maybe for relatability reasons with yeah. the podcast <laughs> and connection stuff. Yeah. So awesome. So um, that then, it, well, we could also say they're going to bring back Roseanne. They're but. bringing back Roseanne. There's not really <laughs> there's not really a trailer for that. No, it's um, like clips of the montage, show over right. text. I never you know, watched Roseanne, so I'm kind of that, I don't maybe really either. care as much. Yeah, me neither. So okay. yeah, wasn't I wasn't allowed to watch it actually. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, I was always like, yeah, whatever. Well, there you go. So, uh, well, with that, then we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here on the podcast. We're going on like fifty minutes already. Wow. Yeah, this is a hefty one. These these special enough. episodes, you guys, They're really killer. really just savor these moments. Yeah, just <laughs> eat it all up. Yeah, there you go. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. And uh, just again, some reminders of ways to get connected to the podcast. Um, you have our website, which is realreviewmedia.com with our uh, newsletter and always posting things on there. And then you've got our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia and Twitter and Instagram, which is at realreviewmedia. And then again, we always love to hear from you, our listeners, uh, know about things you're liking, things you're not liking, shows you're excited for. Um, you can send us an email, which is realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to get connected with you in those ways. So anything else, Matt? No. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been real.